coming to you live from deep within inside the Wrestle House. My name is Carl Carafel, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. It's WrestleMania week, baby. Oh my good God. WrestleMania week is here upon us again. It seems like not too far away ago that WrestleMania already happened. But it did not. Let me shed some light on this situation here as I turn on my light. Yes. So, Bobby, uh, right off the bat, thank you so much for your comment here. I am not going to be showing anything NWA, anything uh, AEW, Impact Wrestling. None of that today is all about WrestleMania because it is WrestleMania week. You have any WrestleMania things to bring forward to the table, I will be more than happy to share that with the people. Bobby, you are here every week, and I appreciate it. But this week, we're talking WrestleMania. I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit and take you guys beyond the gorilla position for a few moments here. If you see me yawn, forgive me. <laughs> I worked until 7 o'clock this morning. I took my 17-year-old. Yes, 17-year-old. I have a 17-year-old and a 19-year-old. I took my 17-year-old to an appointment this morning. Came home, tried to sleep. My sleep was very broken. But the show must go on. So I am here with you guys. WrestleMania is a time. Astrid, the natural. I tip my hat to you. Thank you so much for coming by. Love you. WrestleMania. For some, it's WrestleMania. For others, eh. It's WrestleMania. We are not back in the days of the 80s and the 90s where, yeah, I'm going to have a drink of my coffee. We are not back in the days of the 80s and the 90s when most of us remember WrestleMania and the spectacle that it was. A huge one-day event that took place and was classified the showcase of the immortals. Nowadays, WrestleMania is over two nights. Is it because it's become that big? I don't think so. I think what's happening is that the WWE and the heads and creative have seen the uh, success that New Japan Pro Wrestling has had doing their events like Wrestle Kingdom over several nights. Hence, we have here this. Bobby, this one here. What matches are you looking forward to watching at WrestleMania? To be honest with you, I am looking forward to Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. I'm looking forward to Brock and Roman, and I am looking forward to Edge and AJ Styles. But we're going to go through the entire card here. And uh, over the two days, I'm not going to touch NXT. 
because I want you guys at 10 p.m. tonight to come back to this channel where you are going to see NXT TEA and they are going to discuss NXT and they're going to briefly discuss the NXT pay-per-view stand and deliver that will happen on the Saturday before night one of WrestleMania. Astrid, I agree with you here. Astrid saying, don't get me wrong. I'm watching Mania, but I wish I was more excited for it. And that brings me back to my to my beginning point there, where it's not like it was back in the 80s and the 90s. It seemed so much bigger. It seemed so much more grandiose than it does today. WrestleMania used to be a time where storylines ended and new ones were created. But it just doesn't seem to be that way anymore. Minus possibly the Brock Roman situation. Maybe that can be a uh, culmination and a fulfilling of things. But I don't know. It almost doesn't feel that way. None of the matches that are here really feel as though they are a, a culmination, a finishing, an ending of things. It just doesn't feel that way. We're going to start out <clears throat> night one, April 2nd. It's coming up very soon. It's coming up this weekend, people. Becky Lynch, the champion, will be taking on Bianca Belair in a singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Now, I am looking forward to this one simply because we have seen some great work coming out of the two of them already. From the screw job that happened. Yes, I call it a screw job that happened to Bianca Belair at the hands of Becky Lynch with a returning Becky Lynch. I think that this really has the opportunity to become a fulfillment. But maybe not. If we see Bianca Belair win, then I think we may see a fulfillment of this. If we see Becky Lynch win, I think that we're going to continue to see a little bit more from these two which i am definitely okay with i have no problems with that at all i welcome it i welcome more matches between the two of them i really do because they are fantastic at what they're doing inside of that ring a matchup that i really am not too fond of that i really don't care about to be honest with you and it sucks because i really should because Rey mysterio is inside of this matchup one of the guys that I uh, grew up watching, whether it was in WCW or the WWE, but we've got Rey Mysterio and his son, Dominic, taking on The Miz and Paul Logan. Now, while I get the celebrity influence on WrestleMania, do we really need to be taking, and we're going to, talk about this in another matchup as well but do we really need to be taking the celebrities and just throwing them into professional wrestling matches now don't get me wrong okay i do know that logan paul has done fighting he has done boxing he has done some mma those worlds unfortunately are totally different from professional wrestling so I don't know how well this is going to turn out. 
Oh, Bobby, Bobby coming in, talking about uh, the, the last matchup that we were talking about. I'm still trying to salvage the hair that was cut as I'm officially challenged. Okay. Or follically. Sorry, I'm follically challenged. <laughs> uh, Bobby again saying, I'm looking forward to watching uh, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte and Lashley versus Omos at Mania. Again, a couple of great matches there as well. Throwback. Good to see you, my friend. What's good, buddy says. Going to be listening in while driving home. Thank you for making the end of the workday great. Uh, I, you're welcome. You're welcome. Throwback, I appreciate you and everything that you do as well. Thank you so much. Awesome to know that people are just enjoying listening as they're driving home. That's fantastic. Logan Paul. I don't feel should have had that spot at WrestleMania. Now I'm one of those people. I'm very old school. And I believe that uh, WrestleMania should be for the workers and it should be a celebration of the talent that you have. Now, keeping in mind the WWE did release hundreds of people uh, between 2020 and 2021, but there's still enough talent. They could have made something work. Uh, something maybe including some NXT talent could have worked there. A Cameron Grimes could have worked with The Miz. Get a good pop and have a Braun Breaker with The Miz. Although I know very contrasting styles. The Miz, quite the heel. Braun Breaker, quite the face. I still believe that the two of them could have made a great team together. So it'll be very interesting to see uh, what happens and what comes of this. Iggy is easy. Thanks for coming by. Iggy is easy saying too many non-professionals makes things cheesier than the WWE wants. And then says, depends on the quality of skills, of course. For example, Bad Bunny was amazing. Yes, Bad Bunny was amazing. I do give you that. Bad Bunny was amazing because Bad Bunny trained some professional wrestling. So he already had that, which would have been great. Throwback saying they could have just added the NXT title to WrestleMania since Dolph Ziggler holds it. It makes more sense to have him in showcase uh, in showcase break or more on the show of the immortals. You know what? I, I would have been fine with that as well. I definitely would have been. That would have been great. Have Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker for the NXT title on WrestleMania. But then you come to what do you have for a main event for uh, which should it should be the NXT's biggest pay-per-view, right? Should be stand and deliver on WrestleMania weekend. Throwback, it's all good. I, I know exactly how that is. <laughs> um, I mean, at that point, could you maybe have had like a fatal four-way for uh, number one contendership, possibly, as your main event, if you were to have... Dolph Ziggler and Braun Breaker with the NXT Championship at Mania? I don't know. Bobby saying that I wish Finn Balor had a match at WrestleMania. Well, you never know. 
that could happen on night one in a matchup a little bit further down the card. Now, I don't know if this is exactly how the card is going to go. And always the card is subject to change. Next matchup, I could take or leave, whatever. Both of these competitors are great inside of the ring, but really it's doing nothing for me at this point. We're talking Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. I'm a McIntyre fan. I always have been. I think it would be fantastic. I do. But I don't know. It just they, nothing was built up enough for me to really do it. But maybe on my end of things as well, I haven't really watched a whole lot of WWE programming. So mm, I don't know. I don't know. This matchup for me really isn't doing too much. We're going to go back to a little bit of Logan Paul here. And as we do for that moment, tell me what you think of this matchup that we just talked about. Happy Corbin taking on Drew McIntyre. Does it do anything for you or should it have been somewhere else? Throwback coming in. Do you think Logan Paul has a lot more scrutiny to live up to considering Bad Bunny's performance? Yes. <laughs> yes. So later on in WrestleMania, I'll mention it right now. We're going to have another celebrity that's there. This other celebrity is getting up there in age. So for this celebrity to really be compared to something like Bad Bunny, not even a question. Not even a question at all. This is just a stupid gimmick thing that's been thrown out there. Okay. Logan Paul, on the other hand, somebody who goes out there on social media and is in the face of any performer that he gets in, in, in front of and is talking shit and is trying to be that tough guy and, and legitimately has proven that he can be a tough guy has a lot, a lot that he needs to do to live up to what bad bunny has done. I was legitimately shocked at what bad bunny did come to find out later that, like I said, he actually had trained. So there we go. Iggy, you're right. Iggy says they may have dark matches, kickoff show matches, stuff like that. You're right. They may. Um, I hope that they do. I definitely do. Iggy as, as well saying, I think he does. Logan Paul, uh, he has a lot to, uh, a lot more scrutiny to live up to um, when it comes to the performance that he's going to put inside of that ring. Astrid, I love how it went from people asking who Bad Bunny was to cheering when he returned for the Royal Rumble. Right? Right? I mean, it's the WWE. The WWE can be a land of opportunities for a number of different people. And it looks as though for Bad Bunny, this was one of them. <laughs> very interesting. Very, very interesting. Iggy coming in saying, so it goes to question, should WWE be utilizing the professional talent instead of gimmick performers? Again, I bring it back to, have you been trained? If you have been trained, then I am okay with a celebrity 
doing something like that and and working a little bit of a gimmick match. Should it be at WrestleMania? No. Use it for a SummerSlam. Use it for a Survivor Series, a Royal Rumble, something like that. One of your other four showcase premier live events, I got it right this time, and use them in that type of a capacity. WrestleMania should be for the performers, right? You take a look, and I'm not going to get into very much details about what happened because everybody knows what happened at the award show this weekend. Okay. But that is for the actors. That award show is for the actors. That is a night set aside for the actors. Now, how would it be if we started having sports stars there? People would be up in arms about it. Why are we talking about and showcasing all of these sports people at an actor's awards ceremony? I feel the same way about this. Why are we showcasing and talking about celebrities outside of the world of professional wrestling and giving them huge opportunities on a professional wrestling's biggest night. It's pluralized nights now. I don't know. That's just, that's a, that's how I feel about it. Wow, these comments are going by here. Let's uh, take a look. Throwback coming in saying, so a standard delivery company before WrestleMania night one for stand and deliver. What is the match of the night that you think is going to steal the show. Ah, on night one, if I'm going to be including both um, the NXT stand and deliver, as well as WrestleMania night one, honestly, I think that we may see Dolph Ziggler and Braun Breaker steal the entire weekend. I, I, I definitely can see that. The only other thing that might top that is a matchup that, well, I'll bring it up right now. Seth freaking Rollins taking on, well, we don't know yet. Vince McMahon, Mr. McMahon, sorry, 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 Mr. McMahon will announce Seth Rollins' opponent on the night of the event. So... <laughs> Iggy coming in saying, I'm old, so I had no clue what a bad bunny was. LOL. Astrid, yes, as a proud Puerto Rican, she's a little bit biased when it comes to bad bunny. Ed, no problem at all, my friend. He says, sorry, I'm late. Was cooking before NXT. It's all good. Um, Astrid says, great points. I, I think uh, I think she, she's talking about the point of the... Um, the comparison that I made between the uh, movies and the uh, sports celebrities. Astrid saying, I agree because you're, uh, because using your existing talent roster also promotes them, which in turn promotes the WWE. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Bobby says, I'm looking forward to watching Austin theory 
at WrestleMania. We will definitely get to that. These comments are flooding, and I absolutely love it. WrestleMania was built on celebrities and the like. So if any time of the year is the time for gimmick wrestlers. So if if any time of the year, this is the time for gimmick wrestlers. I, I, I kind of agree with that, Ed, um, but I don't agree with it at the same point. WrestleMania was built on celebrities. You're correct. But the majority of those celebrities were brought in just to be a name that was there, right? Yes, you had the exceptions. You had like Mr. T, uh, right? That got into the ring you, and, and actually wrestled. You had Alice Cooper in step inside of the ring, but he was there with Jake the Snake Roberts, right? Uh, you had Cindy Lauper who was there, who, you know, did a little bit inside of the ring as well. But that was a time when they were building WrestleMania. Yes, you, you, you pulled up a few years as well. And then you had like the Mike Tyson's coming in and doing things as well. And I get that, but I have never agreed with it. I have always been of the notion that if you want to include celebrities, that's fantastic, but include them outside of a professional wrestling match. Use them at a different premier live event. Iggy, if you need filter ma or filler matches due to lack of roster, then you can use gimmick performers. You definitely could, but I don't think that there is a lack of performers. I don't think that there's a lack of roster right now. There, there, there really isn't. I don't believe so. Throwback. So celebrities have been a part of WrestleMania since WrestleMania 1. Uh, what, what and the other thing is that with celebrities, it brings big channels like ESPN, MTV, you know, other news outlets to get eyes more on WrestleMania because you have these people. Yes, I 100% agree with that. They have been used since WrestleMania 1, but I don't believe that they need to be inside of the professional wrestling ring. That's just me. Being somebody who has worked inside of wrestling ring, being somebody who has worked with people who have not been trained, I have a little bit of a different standpoint, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would want that somebody is trained 100% to know that they are going to be safe as I am going to be safe with them. So the use of celebrities is a fantastic idea to get more eyes on the product. They just, for me, don't necessarily have to be inside of the ring. Iggy saying, yes, celebrities have been, but usually not in an in-ring capacity, uh, more of an outside-the-ring capacity. That is that is correct. Um, I typed what you said five minutes before you said it, <laughs> right? I've had to scroll through all of these comments. This is absolutely fantastic. Don't forget, everybody, we go live, and the only place we're live is on Twitch. So if you want your comments heard, you want to be part of the, you want to be my co-host, then you need to make sure you're, you're subscribed to the Love Wrestling Twitch, twitch.tv slash lovewrestlingca, and you'll get notified every time that we have a great show from Love Wrestling premiering for you so that you can have 
your say as well. We haven't even gotten through night one yet. We're already 27 minutes into this. My good, is this how, oh, is this how the weekend's going to be? I don't know. I'm going to run through these ones pretty quickly here. The Usos, the champions taking on Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I'd, I'd like to see Shinsuke and, and Rick Boogs take this. I think it would be great for them as a tag team if they don't win it. I'm not going to be disappointed by it. A tag team match. We're going to have the New Day, King Woods and Kofi Kingston taking on Sheamus and Ridge Holland with Butch. Um, again, this is this is going to be a good matchup. Definitely will. The New Day has always been great working together. Sheamus and Ridge Holland have really shown that they can work great together as well. We've already mentioned Seth Rollins taking on who knows? <coughs> Probably Cody. That's the huge speculations right now. I would rather see it be somebody like Finn Balor, to be honest with you. Okay. I've said my piece. Charlotte Flair, the champion, in a singles matchup for the SmackDown Women's Championship, taking on Ronda Rousey. Yes, that's right. It looks as though both women's championship matches are going to be on night one. Iggy says, I think you should talk to me. I probably have a cool story for you. Iggy, what I want you to do is find me on Twitter at K Carafel, K-A-R-U-F-E-L. Hit me up there and uh, we'll definitely talk. Definitely we will. Iggy saying, yes, the silhouette looked like Cody Rhodes too. It, yeah, it does. It does. Right. Astrid, I, 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 that would be freaking fantastic. I don't know if anybody actually follows. There's lots of people that do, but if you don't go, go and follow. Uh, what, what is it at vacant WWE on Twitter? I believe it is. It's this random person that, uh, essentially has taken the silhouetted picture that the WWE uses for, uh, a vacant person inside of a promo photo and they've created a whole account around this. And I mean, it's something that has really gone uh, huge, huge. It has been. Um, and uh, even within the WWE video games, there was always vacant there as well. So it's a big, long standing running joke. Um, if it's versus, uh, if it's versus vacant, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, Iggy. Okay, don't 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 leave though. You can do both at the same time. <laughs> Plugo, I love you, brother. What's good, Carl? With what? Twelve? Let's say exclamation points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's good is it's WrestleMania week, and we are talking the show of shows over two nights now. WrestleMania vacant is the goat greatest of all time yeah vacant definitely is i love that guy i love that guy it is now 30 minutes into this program normally i would have had a commercial break in you know 15 minutes time but there has just been so much 
to talk about that we're only going to do one commercial break this week. We're going to go through a couple of our sponsors. So I want everybody to stick with me here. This break is not going to be very long. It's only going to be a few moments. And then come on back. Because we're going to be talking night two of WrestleMania. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Wrestling, a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Ew, gross. Did you know that 85% of partners prefer a pair that are fresh and well-groomed? Luckily for me and you guys now, I was introduced to Manscaped. It's a whole new balls game. Oh. Let me show you something new. Lawn Mower 4.0. Look at that state-of-the-art craftsmanship. Now the Lawn Mower 4.0 trimmer features ceramic blades with skin-safe technology. It really is skin-safe technology. Like really sweet. It's waterproof and cordless so you can take it in the shower. Big power button right there. Man, that's still quiet. One thing that is very important. Keep a clean shop. When it comes to grooming, men actually are starting to care. Manscaped made it happen. The performance package 4.0 from Manscaped where you get all that and some freebies to keep it all organized. You ever try plucking a nose hair? Oh, pain. I prefer the Weed Whacker and that's what it's designed for. It's powerful, waterproof, includes skin safe technology. Probably should be doing this at the dinner table. Where my wife doesn't want me to be. You've also got goodies for after you shave. Crop preserve and deodorant. This stuff smells so good. People are like, mmm, what's that smell? That smells good. It smells manly. There's the Crop Reviver Ball Toner, which I can only describe as like a breath mint for down under. Whoa. Quick spray, boys. You don't even need to shower. All right, that's, that's a little too much. You get all of this plus two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxer Brief. Holy crap. Manscaped is trusted by over two million men worldwide. This is actually cool new ball game. Shop now at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Support for Turnbuckle Talk as heard on Love Wrestling is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world? Manscaped. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code LOVEWRESTLING at manscaped.com. My name is Carl Carafel, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is 
WrestleMania week. And we are talking the show of shows, the showcase of the Immortals, WrestleMania 38. 38 years it has been going on. That's unbelievable. That's that's like as old as I am. I'm older than, than WrestleMania. I'm older than Google. I'm older than a lot of things. I'm an old guy. But it's all good. Because I've been able to experience all 38 WrestleManias. And I will definitely be experiencing WrestleMania 38 as well. Iggy, I did see that notification. I very much so appreciate that, and I will get to that as soon as I can after the show. Throwback coming in with a question. So since it's WrestleMania week and people are doing predictions, who would you pick, Carl, out of these four people to win a shot at a title belt? Spencer Love, Pluggo, JPJ, or Ed? So for those of you that are not familiar with the Love Wrestling crew, Spencer Love is the owner of Love Wrestling. Pluggo and JPJ both are on Between Two Beards, as well as All Elite Sidecast, and then wherever else they can get their beautiful bearded faces on. And then Ed is part of the program NXT. T T E A. So other people are putting their predictions in here already. Iggy is saying Astrid, the natural. Astrid is saying Ed. <laughs> Between those four names, I would say probably JPJ. And why? Because JPJ has that, like, Boston attitude to him. If you ever listen to the programs that he is on, once in a while, you will hear that Boston come out. Once in a while, you hear it. But he's got that calm, reserved side to him. But then when he gets heated up, that Boston comes out. And I think that that Boston would just blow everyone else away. Iggy saying Goose would be their second pick. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was a good question. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Throwback saying uh, Lowell, Massachusetts here. Man born and raised. Gotta love the Boston. Yeah, right? Right? I love when, when JPJ's Boston comes out. You really hear it. Night two of WrestleMania. Because I don't want to take up too much time. Because I want everybody to have a good little break before the double feature tonight of NXT and Power Out. So I'm not going to take up a whole lot more time. But we're going to go through night two of WrestleMania, which will happen on April the 3rd. Before that, though, during the commercial break, you did hear about Manscaped. I use Manscaped myself. I absolutely love it. Make sure you use that promo code Love Wrestling and get 20% off your entire purchase, which is fantastic. And as always, 
I'm wearing my Collar and Elbow branded hats. Go and check out Collar and Elbow brand. They have recently revamped their site with uh, new merchandise or uh, reclaimed merchandise, I guess possibly you could say. They've changed up their merch a little bit. They've got some great stuff over there. Use the promo code JK podcast, get 10% off your entire purchase. I love everything that I have gotten from uh, uh, collar and elbow brand. They're absolutely fantastic. Uh, Collar and elbow brand founded by professional wrestler, Al snow, go and check that out. And I don't want to forget our friends over at RK athletics, rich King over there is doing such great work with everyone that he comes into contact with. Follow them at RK athletics one. That's where you need to go and check them out. Ed saying here, if I lose predictions on stand and deliver hosting NXT, I should be ashamed, (laughs) right? (laughs) Iggy says, I use a blowtorch to manscape. Don't be me. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Don't do that. Night two of WrestleMania. He's going to start out with a fatal four-way. It will possibly start out. This is not the run. I I don't know exactly what the run is going to be, but this is how it's listed. A fatal four-way tag team match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. So we're going to have Queen Zelina and Carmella, the champions, taking on Sasha Banks and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. I hope they win. Versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. A team that I really didn't expect to come together in Italia and Shayna Baszler, but they did. Okay. We'll have to see how that goes. Hopefully it does not become a cluster. You know what? That's all I hope. Next matchup in an anything goes matchup at WrestleMania. We are going to have Johnny Knoxville taking on Sami Zayn. Now, this one here, I can kind of get behind a little bit just because they actually gave me some substance to this. From everything that they have been doing on screen to their Twitter wars that they've been having with each other, I am okay with seeing this. Does it Again, does it need to be on WrestleMania? No, I don't think it needs to be. They could have done this at the Royal Rumble. And I think personally that it, for me, at least it would have had the same impact, but we're going to get an anything goes matchup, which I think is cool. And I think during this, we're going to see a whole bunch of shenanigans that are going to happen. So I think we're going to see a plethora of different people come out and, uh, uh, you know, kind of get in their quick spots. Uh, we're I think we're going to see a lot of dot, dot dives happening during this. Okay. A matchup that we didn't expect, but a matchup that we are getting now. Many people had thought that this was going to be Mr. McMahon inside of this matchup. And instead, we're getting Austin Theory taking on Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee, commentator. Yes, he has done professional wrestling as well. And I think is a fantastic professional wrestler. But we're going (laughs) to, yes, we're going to see a lot of good things coming out of this because both of them are very, very talented. Supersonic X 1991, I am doing good. How the hell are you? 
Natalia doing good, I think, by giving Shayna Baszler a push. Uh, maybe. I'm not the biggest uh, Shayna Baszler fan. I will definitely, I'll throw that out there to the entire universe. I'm not the biggest Shayna Baszler fan. I'm just not. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, I If I didn't see Shayna Baszler on the card, I wouldn't cry about it. Lots of cattle prods. Yes, I think we may have lots of cattle prods uh, coming into play when it comes to Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. RK Bro, the Raw Tag Team Champions, are going to be in a triple threat matchup against the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Any way this goes, I'm going to be happy with it. If any of these three teams either retain or win the Raw Tag Team Championships, I'll be okay with it. I'll give you my list in order. I would rather RK Bro keep the championships. But if they have to drop them, I would like to see them go to the Alpha Academy. And then in third, the street profits. That's just me. That's just me. Iggy, that's a good question. Iggy says, I'm wondering if uh, Baszler uh, has worked on skills. So Natalia's given her a push. That's very possible. That's very possible. Or this might even just be a situation of Natalia uh, helping and teaching and training more as well. So that could very well be. Thank you to everyone who is watching this after the fact over on my YouTube channel, Turnbuckle Studios, where I have actually just dropped a new Pro Wrestling Crate unboxing video. So go and follow Turnbuckle Studios on YouTube to see some more great content that I put out. Subscribe, hit that notification bell, and leave some likes as well. I would love it if you went to my videos and watched them, and left a like on it. Thank you to all of those that are listening to this as well. If any of you have any comments on anything that we've been talking about today, feel free to leave it on our socials at TBTalkPod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you could go and follow my personal Twitter as well, at KCarafel. Thank you, Astrid. Astrid says that she just subscribed. Iggy says, I think RK Bro will be best current tag team to make money off of, but the other two need promotion. You're right. The other, I mean, the other two are great. Uh, they definitely are. And I think that uh, if any of them were to hold the tag team championships, it would be good all of them, including the other tag teams, not only in this contest, but within the WWE as well. This, okay, this next matchup is one that will probably go down as one of the greatest matches in WrestleMania history. Possibly. I hope so. We are talking... AJ Styles 
versus Edge in a singles matchup. Thankfully, there is no gimmick stipulation or anything like that for this. I was very much so afraid that they were going to take the AJ Styles versus Edge matchup and turn it into a cinematic matchup. Very much so like they did with like um, Edge and Randy Orton or AJ Styles and The Undertaker. I hope they don't. I hope that they allow them to go out there in front of the crowd and just give an amazing matchup. Both of these guys are so talented. We have seen Edge throughout the years. We know exactly what Edge can do. For me personally, I have been watching AJ Styles since Ring of Honor Impact Wrestling all the way through and have been a fan of him as well. I'm looking forward to this matchup. This next one seems to have just been thrown together last minute. We are talking Bobby Lashley taking on Omos in a singles matchup on night two, April 3rd of WrestleMania. I really don't have very much to say about this. I really don't. Iggy is saying, I think AJ Edge should be great, but not steal the show like others think. It's very possible that I don't think that they'll steal the show as well. But I think that this may go down as one of the greatest matches. If that makes sense. You're going to have great matches on programming, but they're not necessarily going to steal the show. Right. Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Two big meaty men slapping meat is what this is going to be. Best way I can describe it. I don't know what more to say about it. That's that's about it. It's going to be two big men going in there. Slapping meat. Moving on. We're coming to the final matchup. This one here has probably the biggest stipulations in all of WrestleMania. And yes, I do know, I do know that at one time we had Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, champion versus champion. But that was WWF champion with that gorgeous winged eagle championship belt. I still need to buy a replica of that. And the Intercontinental Championship, yes, the old school IC belt. I have a cheap replica of that and I'm happy with. I get it. I do know that that was huge, huge thing. Huge. I get it. But this one here is a unification match for the WWE Championship and the WWE Universal Championship, the two main titles, the two biggest championships in a winner-takes-all matchup. Brock Lesnar, the WWE Champion, taking on Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion, with probably the bloodline out at ringside as well, the bloodline being uh, the Usos along with Paul Heyman. Iggy says, will the push put back in with Brock or Roman contention? 
will the push put him back in with Brock or Roman contention? Um, oh, I see. I see the comment previous. Bobby Lashley needs a push. Omos is a good opponent. Do I think that uh, this push will put him back into contention for whatever championship the WWE has after the unification? It's possible. I think we're past that, though. Bobby Lashley is fantastic, and he was a fantastic champion as well, but I think we're past that. Okay. Supersonic X 1991 says, I am going with Brock Lesnar winning because he's been entertaining. He definitely has been. I am loving this new Brock Lesnar. I have been a Brock Lesnar fan since Brock Lesnar showed up on WWE programming. I have been. I was always a, a Lesnar fan. But this new Lesnar, this carefree, I don't give a shit attitude that Lesnar has, has been fantastic. Him joking around with the crowd, all smiles. I think it's amazing. And I love seeing it. And I think that we probably will see Brock Lesnar take all of this. And then Paul Heyman move back over and be with Brock Lesnar as his advocate, as opposed to Roman Reigns. And then we start another little feud between the two of them, which will probably culminate in August at SummerSlam. That is my prediction. That's that's it. That is the card. Um, I know a lot of people are going to say, wow, very underwhelming. Uh, but take a, take, take a look just a little bit deeper into things. <sighs> I don't think that it's really going to be that underwhelming. I think that it it is definitely over the two nights going to be a very good show to watch. And I think that everybody definitely should. I want to talk just a little bit here about the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2022. A very small class happening here. I'm going to start off with the Warrior Award for our late friend, Shad Gaspard. It's going to be presented by Dana Warrior, as it always is. He was a former professional wrestler within the WWE with the Crime Time Tag Team uh, with his partner, JTG. He heroically sacrificed himself to save his child from drowning in 2020. I think that this is a fantastic person to have in for the warrior award and well-deserved. Iggy agrees as well, says great choice for the warrior award. One group, one tag team being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame is the Steiner Brothers. Two-time WWF Tag Team Champions, two-time IWGP Tag Team Champions, seven-time WCW World Tag Team Championship, and one-time, yes, many people don't know about this, but yes, one-time WCW United States Tag Team Champions. That's going way back. I think this is fantastic and it's about time. 
The big question is how much time are they going to give Scott Steiner on the stick? <laughs> and how interesting will that be? As of right now, we still do not know who is going to be inducting them into the WWE Hall of Fame. Individual inductees. There's only three of them, which I was actually surprised about. There's only three of them. Queen Charmel, real name Charmel Sullivan Huffman, will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame by her husband, Booker T. She was a 1991 Miss Black America, a former WCW Nitro girl, and a longtime manager in both WCW and the WWE, most famously managing her husband, Booker T. And known as Queen Charmel, after Booker T had won a King of the Ring and became King Booker. I hope I said that well enough. Okay, she's good. I get it. Deserving. Uh, okay, I get it. Iggy's saying that the Steiners had a lot of controversy, but still definitely, all in caps, deserving. I agree with that, Iggy. I definitely do. <laughs> This next one, posthumously being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. A three-time IWGP heavyweight champion, a two-time Triple Crown heavyweight champion, a three-time WCW world heavyweight champion, a one-time WCW United States heavyweight champion, 1993 Battle Bowl winner, a three-time CWA World Heavyweight Champion, 1999 Champion Carnival winner, 1993 Pro Wrestling Illustrated Wrestler of the Year, and simultaneously held three world titles on three different continents. And was part of one of my favorite TV shows of all time, Boy Meets World. We're talking Leon White, or to the wrestling world known as Vader. Big Van Vader, however you know him. This one for me, actually, before I get to... Okay, JPJ, yo, what's good, my friend? Um... You missed it earlier. We were talking about you a little bit earlier in the program. You're going to have to go back, and and I think it happened before the break. You're going to have to, or just after the break, possibly. You're going to have to go back. You're going to have to go back anyways and see what we were talking about. <laughs> Boy Meets World ruled. I still, I still watch it today. I still do. Thank you, Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I love it. And Vader ruled. Yes, Vader did rule. This one for me is a... I guess you could say a little bit emotional for me. It's about time that this happened. Growing up, I was, I was bullied. I'll just put it right out there for everyone. I was bullied as a kid because I was fat. I was a big kid. I was, I get it. And I was bullied for it. Professional wrestling was an escape for me. 
and for me to see guys like Vader who were big, just like me, and getting up onto the top rope and doing moonsaults, and other guys getting up on the big guys getting up and doing shooting star presses and doing all of these different moves inside the wrestling ring gave me hope. So this is definitely one that is deserved. I'd go around all the time with my hands like this, with the thumbs out, the index and the middle finger together, and the ring finger and the pinky finger together, just as Vader did. Vader was a big part of my life growing up. And I wish that this would have happened while he was still alive. But I'm thankful that it is happening now. Vader will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame Class of 2022 by Mick Foley. Another big guy in the world of professional wrestling who did great things and gave hope. So I think that this is fantastic and very fitting. The final inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame. And I think that it's good that we only have a few that are going in this year. So that we can give as much time as possible for this latest or this first. We, we knew about this one first. A four-time WWE champion, a three-time world heavyweight champion, a one-time hardcore champion. Do you remember that? <laughs> a six-time WWF tag team champion, a one-time WCW tag team champion, the 2007 Royal Rumble winner, a 15-time Slammy Award winner, a Mountain Trophy winner, and most widely known for the streak a series of 21 victories at WrestleMania with an overall record of 25 and two and being the longest tenured WWE wrestler actively wrestling totaling 30 years being inducted by Vince McMahon himself. We are talking Mark Calloway or otherwise known as The Undertaker. The character of The Undertaker was created by WWE Chairman and uh, CEO Vince McMahon, who made a rare appearance on the Pat McAfee show on May 3rd, where he announced that he would be inducting The Undertaker into the WWE Hall of Fame. In praising... The Undertaker, both inside and outside of character and a heartfelt message, McMahon elaborated that his induction would be one of the most difficult endeavors of his life because of his longtime history with The Undertaker, what they had been through together, and how close they had been behind the scenes. 
Reacting to the heavily, heavily publicized announcement from McMahon, The Undertaker issued a Twitter response later the same day, which read, after over 30 years of long roads traveled, countless hours of TV, and one hell of a ride together, couldn't think of anyone better to put me into the Hall of Fame than Vince McMahon. One final ride together, old timer. Wow. I'm I'm just happy that this is being done now. I'm happy that it is being done while the Undertaker is still here to accept this award. And what I'm hoping for this is that they actually allow other people or even have video packages of other people singing the praises of the Undertaker because that is what should be done to highlight the career of The Undertaker. Just saying. Just saying. That is your 2022 Hall of Fame. It'll be held on April 1st, the night before WrestleMania 38. There we go. Amazing. This is going to be a great, great week. It's WrestleMania week. There is so much to happen. So much content still coming out from all of us at Love Wrestling. Tonight is NXT. And then Power Out starting at 10 p.m. We've got other great programs that are that are out there as well. Uh, we've got Smart and Friends. We have got the All Elite Sidecast that's going to be happening Wednesday during AEW Dynamite. Thursday is going to give us Between Two Beards. Josh Robinson has some stuff coming out as well. I do believe we are going to be getting the debut of a show from my good friend Bobby Munson and a new name, Papa Smokes, as well, where they are talking some MLW. And then keep your eye out as well. There could be a premiere happening after a react show to one of the WrestleManias that could be having to do something with some music and professional wrestling. So keep an eye out for that as well. That should be coming your way this week too. Thank you again so much to everybody for coming in here for all of the comments this interaction has been absolutely fantastic. I love you all. And it is because of all of you, my co-hosts that I am able to continue to do this every week. Don't forget about our sponsors, collar and elbow brand. We talked about them manscaped. We talked about them. RK athletics, as well as one more Phoenix at fnxfit.com. Go and check them out. Use promo code TV talk pod. You're going to get 15% off your entire purchase. A huge thank you to StreamYard for this amazing video platform that they have given to us. Make sure that you go and show them some love over on Facebook and the socials as well. And for everything that is happening here at Love Wrestling, follow them on the socials as well. The easiest way for you to do that, go to lovewrestling.ca and all of the links are right there for you. Astrid, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm super happy that you were able to be here. 
for myself, Carl Carafel, and for everyone else with Turnbuckle Talk, we ask again that you go and subscribe to Turnbuckle Studios because there's great content over there as well. And until next time, here on Turnbuckle Talk, take care and be good to everyone because you never know what someone's going through. Just make sure you are showing that love to everyone. Thanks for watching.